Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily and my name is Matthew Deemer. Today on the show... India's crypto ban. Is it really going to happen? Or is it just headlines? That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. I'm excited because today I am going to a Cleveland Indians game. Cleveland Indians versus Minnesota Twins. My first Indians game in over a year. As you know, we had this kind of little thing called COVID going around. So everything been shut down for a year. And my whole family's coming. My dad's in town. My brother and his wife are coming. My cousins are coming. And look, you know, we're going to go there, have a couple beers. I am Ubering there, by the way. No drinking and driving. Not even a drop. Uber, 20 bucks. It's okay. Just pay the 40 bucks round trip and have some drinks. So I'm excited to go out there, watch a game, hang with family. I'm vaccinated. Got my Johnson & Johnson. No blood clots yet. <laughs> yet we'll see what happens there everybody else is vaccinated so we're gonna go over there and have a carefree social gathering i'm excited i'll let you know who wins the game tomorrow but before i go to the game i want to get you those crypto prices here comes the money here we go money talk and i'm recording this at what time is it oh 11:24 eastern standard time bitcoin is at $54,342, down one percent from yesterday well, Ethereum is mooning at $2,683, up 2%. Binance Coin BNB is at $555, down 1.6%. XRP is at number 4 at 134 and Tether is number 5 Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, Doge, Polkadot, Uniswap, and Litecoin. Total market cap, we're at $2.07 trillion in a BTC dominance of 49.2%. If you want to know about India, go to India. And so I did. And I'm talking to Darshan Batisha, CEO and co-founder of Vault, an exchange and so much more based out of India. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a big what? fan of the show. Oh, thank you very much. You're listening all the way in India. That's that's impressive. I have uh, I'm global. The Crypt Daily is global. But what I want to talk to you today about is, well, you have an exchange in India, crypto exchange, and India keeps floating around the idea of banning crypto. First, can you tell me one, what your exchange does? And well, we kind of know what it does, but I want to give an overview of your exchange. And then how does this kind of like FUD hurt your business and your operations? And do you think it's going to happen? So Vault is the best place to on and borrow cryptocurrencies. We're a lending uh, and interest-first platform. We happen to su support the capability to on and off-ramp as well as swap cryptocurrencies. So I wouldn't classify us as an exchange like uh, uh, most other platforms uh, look like because we don't drive, uh, we drive passive investing and middle long-term holding of crypto. Uh, but jumping straight to your question, which is um, there are multiple stakeholders that need to buy in for any uh, uh, proposal to turn into law. And from our perception and our conversations with the stakeholders, they're, they're very receptive towards uh, innovation. And the Coinbase IPO has definitely helped in building our case. I'm most definitely optimistic on the outcome, though. So you're saying the optimistic on the outcome, meaning that they will not ban 
cryptocurrency in India? I'm optimistic that there will be positive regulation. Positive regulation. What does positive regulation mean? And what regulation is in place right now? So currently, the Indian market is unregulated. So there is no regulation. So exchanges are allowed to operate as long as they have a uh, fully disclosing certain things to the financial uh, crimes uh, uh, department. And the positive regulation looks like what the US has, of what Singapore has, or what the UK has, for example, which means uh, crypto spot products and crypto lending platforms can operate within the law as long as they're disclosing the business and they're following certain procedures. That's that's what that would look like. I understand. Is there currently uh, taxes on cryptocurrency or cryptocurrency gains, long-term, short-term capital gains? Yes, there is. Crypto is looked like uh, is is treated as an alternate asset in India, and most people incur any trade incurs a capital gains liability in India. And what is that capital gains? Like over here in the United States, it's uh, it's income. So that could be anywhere from, you know, 23 to uh, 37%. And long-term is anywhere 15 to 20%. That could go up to 39 points something percent. So what is it in India? It's about 10% uh, if it's uh, long-term and about 30% if it's short-term. Understood. Oh, okay. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. What, what are you seeing in terms of the cryptocurrency adoption in India? And what I mean by this is, in the United States, it seems though we're getting a lot more buy-in by companies, organizations, celebrities, institutions. Are you seeing that there is a trend more toward Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies in India? So I just want to state that Vault is uh, an international platform. We have users from over 190 countries. India happens to be one of the markets we do well. And it's, of course, the country that uh, most of us tend to be based out of as well. Coming straight to it, uh, India tends to be uh, an investor first. Uh, mindset. Most people tend to have that. The the trader, uh, I would say, cohort amongst, let's say, uh, the millions of users that tend to exist is a small fraction of the overall uh, market. Most people tend to uh, buy, hold, and accumulate Bitcoin over time. About seventy percent, if you ask me. So, so going back to the question, though, it, does that mean that you f- see that the trend is that more people are using this? And I apologize. I understand that you guys have uh, 190 different countries, and I apologize to be focusing in India. But since you're based there, uh, I don't get much access to it or exposure to talking to somebody directly in India or, you know, we, we only sure. have headlines here. So this is a, an extraordinary opportunity for me to understand what's happening in the crypto space. And honestly, with, with a lot, one of the largest countries in the world, and I, and I think one of probably the biggest uh, crypto markets in the world. So and especially since since every time somebody says uh, India ban crypto, we have FUD price go down. Everybody thinks it's over. This uh, India is a very important country when it comes to the crypto space. So, are you seeing the trend that more people want crypto, or more people are using it? Absolutely. The sentiment around India can be directly correlated to the price premiums in India versus the international market. So, if if we look back twelve months ago, immediately after the ban, the price premium was relatively small and the price premium is back. I mean, it's it's over 10% at this point, which tells me there is a significant amount of demand from uh, a retail, from uh, customers who want to own this asset. And we've also seen that in uh, user-based growth. Uh, we've seen a 200X growth uh, from our India, uh, I would say, uh, uh, customer base in the last 12 months. Is VOD available to US citizens? In certain states, yes. Oh. And we will be in all 50 states uh, by the end of October. We're applying for the bit license as well. Excellent. Are you in Ohio? I don't, I can't remember. I, I should be able to come back to you. 
No, that's okay. That's okay. I'm in Ohio. So that's why, why I'm asking. Okay. And I'm looking at your site right now. And I see some very impressive interest rates. Bitcoin, you're offering 6.7% DAI and uh, true USD. We're talking 12.68%. Uh, this seems like a very good place to you know earn interest on your crypto. And a BUSD, you're at 12.68%. What regulations and what securities do people have when they're, do- when they're putting their cryptocurrency here to earn that interest? All loans are over collateralized and we work with the best people in the space, you are using a centralized platform. So that comes with certain pros and cons. The pros tend to be an exceptional customer support in our case, which is, I think some of our, it's it's our strongest suit. Well, the cons tend to be around dependencies that a centralized platform could have. Do you, so one of the things that I I really liked about uh, Binance when they, when they started, like, you know, um, they had their, they had their Seifu fund. They have made sure that, you know, if something happens, and we've seen this already uh, two times out of Binance, a hack happened or a, or a smart contract breach happened. They made sure that their customers were first. They said, hey, we have money. You're getting this money. Don't worry about your crypto. Don't worry about your funds. We got you. Are you the same? We don't have a safety fund at this point, but I think the concept of putting customers first, irrespective of the outcome of the firm, is very much in our DNA. Um, and, and you can see that across every strategic decision we've taken. Um, It's very likely that we will put in uh, stronger controls around insurance on all deposits. Uh, The good thing about working with regulators uh, across different markets is once we're fully regulated, all deposits from that jurisdiction tend to be covered, uh, which which is something that we're excited about. So you're gonna see announcements around insurance in particular across certain markets to, to be available to our customers by default. And this is going to be the last question before I summarize our whole conversation. And I have to ask this question. We've seen Quadringa. We've seen uh, the exchange in Turkey. We've seen, um, you know, uh, other exchanges leave, exit, shut down. What guarantees do they have with your exchange? How do I know that you're not going to be in the in the Caribbean with billions of crypto dollars in, in, in a year and this exchange just goes away? I think this can be addressed through a couple of things. One is fully disclosing our, the way our governance structure is set up to initially our board, then the regulator, and then the broader customer base. And good corporate governance can solve for this, which is, which is I think, something that we're very focused on. So in summary for this, and I just want to summarize this portion of the conversation, is that India probably won't ban cryptocurrency. It's all headlines and FUD, correct? Yes, that's my understanding as of today. Excellent. Excellent. And my last question is, we're hearing a lot of news coming out of India and COVID. Uh, I don't know what to believe when it comes to headlines and sensationalized media sometimes. Can you tell me what's happening in India, please? Yeah, it's quite tragic. Uh, a lot of people that I know, and, and, and both directly and indirectly, and the broader, the, it, it, it's really bad. I don't know how else to describe it, except that uh, most people that I know have got it uh, either now or maybe in the last three or four months. Mm. And uh, it. I hope things turn around. I hope we can vaccinate quicker than this spreads. But the good thing is most people are having mild reactions uh, to, to, to it. So it's not, it's not as bad for most people, but when it's bad, it's really bad. Well, I'm really sorry that that's happening right now. And I hope that you are vaccinated and that you stay safe, sir. And well, everybody stays safe. But since I'm talking to yeah. you, I hope you stay, stay, stay safe. Thank you so much. Darsan, Batija, CEO and co-founder of all. Thank you for coming on the show and wrapping out and allowing me to ask you some hard questions. Thanks so much. The pleasure has been mine. Thanks a lot. And moving into today's headlines. 
Unstoppable Domains. If you guys don't know them, check them out. It's basically an unstoppable domain, <laughs> hence their name. It's like a website domain that is, well, unstoppable. How do I explain this without using the name Unstoppable Domains? I guess that's when you get your branding right, when you can't explain what your product is without saying the name of your product or your company. If you guys remember, back in February, they launched their own browser, and then they started shipping out extensions to Google Chrome and Brave. But now, they're gonna add one more. The fourth largest browser, Opera. And they're gonna make an extension so you also can search Unstoppable Domains and use Unstoppable Domains with that browser. And like I said, Unstoppable Domains are decentralized websites that are hosted on IPFS, or the Interplanetary File Sharing System. And basically, all the domains use something.crypto. For example, it could be Matthew Diemer for congress.crypto. Anyway, they're unstoppable because they're on the blockchain and they're decentralized. Well, congrats to Unstoppable Domains for adding Opera to the gambit. Yesterday, if you remember, I told you about Tesla selling their Bitcoin. They sold $272 million of their Bitcoin, which is only 10% of their Bitcoin, in Q1, says the SEC reports. And I said also that they have around $2.8 billion left over, and I was wrong with that. They actually have around $2.48 billion worth of Bitcoin on their balance sheet as of March 31st. So I just want to correct that, make sure that everybody understands that they actually have $2.48 billion worth of Bitcoin, not $2.8 billion. U.S. law enforcement officers have arrested Roman Sterlingov, an alleged operator of a crypto mixing service that was reportedly used to launder about $336 million in Bitcoin in the past 10 years. And I know you're asking, what is a crypto mixing service? Well, a crypto mixing service is basically concealing the origins of your Bitcoin. So you take your Bitcoin, you put it into the mixing service, and they don't know where it came from, and they don't know where it's going to. So it's just basically, if you, I don't know, jumbled something up in like a hat, like putting a number in a hat, you don't know where it is after after a point. You know it's the number one, but you don't know who put it in there. In there. You don't know who's going to pull it out. It's It's just in the hat, like numbers in a hat. Well, anyway, you use this mixing service to conceal your origins. You can conceal your identity, so you don't want to link your Bitcoin wallet, you know, and have everybody understand how much money you got in there. And it's also used for money laundering. Well, if that Bitcoin's coming from weird-ass places, you might not want everybody to know where that money is coming from. And finally, I almost made it through this whole podcast without talking about NFTs, but I can't do it because, damn it, NFTs, you are the bane of my reporting. But you make it easy because I know every day there's an NFT article, so I don't even have to look that hard. Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner has said that the toy game manufacturer is considering incorporating NFTs into brands such as Magic the Gathering. If you guys are wondering what Magic the Gathering is, it's some top-level nerd shit, but it has 35 million nerds playing it. Basically, it's a nerd card trading game. I think it's like Dungeons and Dragons or something. I'm not too sure. Anyway, and I, 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 a nerd is said with affection, by the way. So if you are a nerd, <laughs> it's, it's only affection nerd. Um, but... I'm feeling you. I'm a nerd too. I'm a, I'm a Star Trek nerd, by the way. So so no offense to any nerds. And just, you know, repeating what we said yesterday, Binance is launching an NFT marketplace and I could see all of this popping up there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. I read all the comments and I want to say thank you to everyone who leaves the comments because I love reading them, especially if they're positive. And if they're negative, I try to learn from it or I respond here. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Happy hodling. Oh, and I'll tell you who wins the game. <laughs>